and welcome to another episode of the Football Fig Nuts Podcast. This is Season 3, Episode 4, and if you're counting all of them, it's Episode 104. I'm Craig. I am Britt. I'm Sean. I'm Cinch. And we're back again, Britt. Yes. To cover more rankings, drink more beer. Yes, this is the fourth episode in our week-long bonanza of getting the rankings done. So today, we're going to talk about the most exciting categories of them all. Tight end. And everything else. Kicker, defense. Yes. Something. Um, last year, our kicker preview, I looked it up, was 35 seconds long. Excellent. Um, I believe our fantasy advice was draft one if you need them. So That's usually how it works. But let's start with the beer. Let's just jump yes. right in. What are you guys drinking? I'm taking a night off. Uh, my, my liver called me and asked me for some time off. So uh, Sean's about to open a can. Oh, Craig had a bush. There we go. Sorry, I had to cover for Craig there. So, Sean, tell the people what you just opened. I opened Wrench by... Industrial Arts. Industrial Arts. I recognize the can. And I believe you and I tried this at um, Gathering at the Binds. Do you I remember do th- trying it? Um, I don't have a firm memory of a lot of things that happened that day. Okay. Um, I, I remember the Alamo, but that's about it. Good. Um, Cinch is doing the pouring right now on the other side of the room. Uh, Sean is still trying to finish his warm-up beer. Yep, there he goes. There, there we, go. we go. All right, well, Much somebody better. do a drink because we're, we're we're clocking today. We're <laughs> trying to get through a ton of stuff. Um, it looks pretty cloudy. It doesn't look like it's got a ton of light penetration, but it's golden colored. Yeah, no, it's um, it's Craig, murky. What's it's the, described as a northeast IPA. Northeast IPA. Lush, tropical, and pithy. Northeast. I, northeast. It feels cool and refreshing. What I spilled on my leg, at least. Where where is industrial art space out? Does anybody know? It's probably in tiny print on that can somewhere, but Craig and Cinch are going for their try. Cinch is taking a smell of the nose. He looks concerned is the word I would use. Uh, Craig, Gardnerville, New York. They're out of New York. Well, that's why they're not. They don't want to be New England because New York isn't New England. Craig, you've taken three sips of it and you look bewildered. Talk to me. The, it's one of those beers where the nose does not match the flavor. That's why it's confusing. Is the nose yeah. pleasant? It is. Is a flavor pleasant? It is. Yeah. Okay. Since what do you don't, think? They just don't match. It's not what you expected after right. taking a nap. A swift. A the sniff. Grapefruity. Yeah, the aftertaste is grapefruity. Okay. Sean's like 30 tasting. seconds later, you get grapefruit. It's like you just ate yeah, a grapefruit. Yeah, it's fruit. Yeah, there's definitely. The, they said it was fruity, and it does have a fruity aftertaste. All right, so, so quickie, give it a quickie rating on Untapped on a scale of 1 to 5. What do you give it? Sean's thinking deeply. 4 to 5? 4 and a quarter? I, it, I like it. Good. Thumbs up from Cinch. Three seven five. Three seven five doesn't crack a four for you. No, unless I might have to drink more of it. But okay, right that's now. fair. Well, let's move on to burning hot takes while you guys enjoy that beer. That's uh, that sounds pretty interesting. Um, I'm going to lead off this okay. week because I have one that broke today and I am very excited about it. And it it's mainly because Sean is here. <laughs> this afternoon, uh, one of our favorite running backs. Um, by favorite, I mean not really. Le'Veon Bell tweeted out to uh, the world, quote, this is long overdue, but I want to take a moment to apologize to all the fantasy owners who picked me last year. I'm sorry I couldn't pull through for y'all, but trust me, this year is about to be way different. I'm bringing the trophy emoji this year, purple devil face, purple devil face. Sean, you drafted Le'Veon Bell last year, didn't you? He did. I did in one... League, which happens to be our league, yes. Would you, were you accepting of his apology? No. <laughs> and, and why not? Why are you not accepting of the apology? Because that was last year. Yeah. And nothing he can say can take that uh, 
great disappointment away. Do either of you had shares of Le'Veon Bell in any leagues last year? Nope. Nope, me neither. So that officially makes us the smartest people in the room. <laughs> Sean is a bitter old man, and we can move on. I Who else has got one for me? I not think he would hold <laughs> that, out that all That little season. championship trophy emoji, yeah. it's the only one he's going to have with the Jets. That's here you wow. go. He put, two of them, he put two of them up there. One's for his fantasy <laughs> league, one's in his mind, and that's, that's all that matters. Who else got a question I for me? I got one. We're what talking tight ends today. Here's my question. Last year, George Kittle. Yeah. 88 receptions, 1,377 yards, five touchdowns. Did he really? 1,300 yards? My God. He did. All, I'd say, 95% of that with a backup quarterback. Yeah. So, assuming that he has his starter back for the season, how is Kittle not the number one ranked tight end? Because Travis Kelsey still walks the earth. And he has Patrick Mahomes throwing to him. He has a better quarterback throwing to him. And having a backup quarterback might actually have helped his numbers than... He might actually maybe see a decrease. So you're saying the backup quarterback yeah. was a, that was his safety, safety net going net. to kill. Yeah, let's not also forget San Francisco had terrible problems at running back last year. Brita was hurt all the time. I'm not saying that Kittle's going to go way down. No, I don't think so either. He's going to go away. But do you put him above Zach Ertz? Well, we'll get to that later. Yes. All right. Well, well all right. Kelsey, some of us have. Kelsey went 103 for 1336. Same amount of yards. Uh, a few more they, catches. Like 20 catches, 15 catches more. 10 touchdowns. Yeah. So he had five more. Mm -hmm. On a much more prolific offense. So that comes into that. Do you trust the third receiver on the Dolphins more than the third receiver on New Orleans? Mm -hmm. No. I'm always going to take the third receiver on the better offense because of it. So in that kind of a situation, yeah, I'm going to take what I consider to be the better offense for me. That's the Chiefs. That's a great question, though. And it's all projecting. It's not just numbers. Do you right. project that to happen again? Not Kelsey's number. I think Kelsey's going to regress this year, but we're, I'm, I'm killing my own lead. Who else has got a question for me? We've got a couple more minutes. Well, I, I think that um, we all have a top three that are like in a tier above uh, of everyone else. Oh, there is a significant drop-off. Yes. So if you don't get one of those top three, where does it? where do you start drafting other tight ends like after round 10 for me like late yeah i mean that next 10, hodgepodge 12. i'm gonna i'm gonna kill one of my leads right now my top tier is three i'm looking my next tier is six so that means the end of the second tier is nine tight ends in which means i can wait a long time in a 10 person and i can wait a pretty good time in a 12 person and and that's it i'm looking at the guys who are my third tier and there's names i like mm -hmm. I, I might seriously tight ends might be Two of my last three or four picks in any sort of redraft this year. What do you guys think? I had that last year on one of my teams. The tight end was just, who can I pick up? I must have had five of them for the season. I think the, mm -hmm. the thing you have to try to avoid is that if somebody does like one of those other, you know, six guys, yeah. they, they draft them maybe in the, I don't know, fifth, sixth round. Stay cool. Don't draft. Don't, don't panic. Go, don't, don't panic on a run of tight ends because, oh, my God, I might not get one of them. Stay cool and just kind of like I'll panic, wait it out. I'll panic on running backs and wide receivers if I see a big run going. I'm worried. I won't panic on the other positions. There's so much depth at quarterback, and tight end is so close outside of those top three. Craig, you got a question for us? Um, I do, really quick. Uh, this Please. was on Twitter. Someone's hot take was, um, now that A.J. Green is hurt. Yes. He's out six to eight weeks. Yeah. Torn ligament in his ankle. Someone on Twitter said that the Bengals now have the worst offense of the NFL. Hmm. I uh, respectively disagree. Um, has no one looked? Has this person not looked at the Giants' offense in the last seven days? Is that your question? They right. I don't know. If <laughs> they have Saquon Barkley. The end. I mean, even like, not going with the Giants, 
there's probably another team out there. I How mean, about the Dolphins? Miami, yeah, there you go, Miami. How about the Redskins? Yeah, I mean, people are saying Redskins. the Redskins are either going to be really, really good, they're an 11-win team, or they're a three-win team. Hmm. I'm here. I still the, don't think the Cardinals are that good. Cardinals are a work in progress, too, yeah. again. Cinch, worse teams than the Bengals right now with A.J. Green out. <clears throat> Won't someone just give the Bengals some love? <laughs> <laughs> Craig does every week. Hey, listen. And again, yeah. A.J. Green's not out forever. So Listen, we are the conductors of the Joe Mixon train. We are. But right now, the Joe Mixon train, I can't see the tracks ahead of it. I can't see where I'm going. <laughs> Choo-choo. I, You've been on that train, that bus, for a, a season plus. Yep. Yep. I and we just, were right. I just want to separate. He was I'm in the top 10 running backs last year, was last, he not? Last year, yeah. I drafted Barkley with my first pick, and yep. I was on the Barkley bus. Yep. Championship. Yep. All right, let's talk about let's talk about some tight ends. So I have in front of us the consensus rankings, and shocking, all of us put Travis Kelsey at number one. I personally think Kelsey's going to regress a little bit this year. I think that there's going to be a lot. There's a lot of mouths to feed in Kansas City. I don't think he's going to be. He's not going to post similar numbers, but I think he could still potentially be the top in the league. Is there is there anything we could say about Kelsey or just draft him if he's there in like round six? He's not going to be a most. He's not going to be there in round no. six. I've but. seen him going round three and round two sometimes. But so there. Right, so let's, seen, there we go. I've seen the end of round one. All right. So when is too soon for you in a redraft league in a PPR redraft? When is too soon to look at Travis Kelsey? In general, generally speaking, I'm thinking no earlier than round three, and that would still be a stretch for me. I would. I would think about it mid round two to end of round two. You know, if uh, if it. You know, if I notice that other people that I'm really, I mean, of course, you have to see who else is there. But if it's if it's um, a choice between Kelsey and I don't even know. Uh, uh, well, we haven't gone anywhere else mid, on the list. Mid, no, you know, <laughs> all the running backs have been gone, and and you don't like any of those. You know, mid, uh, yeah, you're looking at the right Derrick Henry level of wide. Uh, you're looking at the Cortland Sutton Derrick Henry range that far from there. Since yeah, when I do mean, you think? If, I I wouldn't take him before late in the fourth. Because if you want him that bad, that's fine. If you want the other two, three guys that, that are on that top level, that's fine. You overpaying for him makes I, somebody drop I one spot take, more. I will take that running back or that receiver, and you guys Absolutely. can take the tight end you like. And I'll pick up, you know, tight end number 15, and we'll see how it goes. I like that. Craig, what do you think? Uh, When's too early? When's too early? Uh, anything before around six. Wow, we are all over the map here. So Craig will like, not have a tight end. Sean is saying no. mid to end of three is what you said. No, I said I could I could do towards the end of round two. That, so that's end of two is yeah. the earliest. I said three was the earliest. Cinch was like, I don't care. I'll get somebody better <laughs> and discount uh, design in later. And Craig was like, if I see him, maybe I'll take him around six. So all right, so let's all right. So number two on our list, and this is where it's interesting because a lot of us we talked about you know Kels. Everyone talks about Kelsey. The other two big names are Ertz and Kittle, and we have Ertz at two and Kittle at three by the skinniest of margins. So our expert took Ertz, Sean took Ertz, Cinch took Ertz, Craig and I both went with Kittle. So here we go, point, counterpoint, Ertz camp. Why do you like Ertz better than Kittle? I changed my mind already, and I wanted Kittle. Okay, so okay. I told you before we ah, started. Which would have changed it. We're easy. All right, so our number two now is George Kittle. So, Sean, why do you so want So, Sean, Ertz? you're all by yourself. Okay. Tell us why you like Zach Ertz better than George Kittle. Uh, I think it's more of knowing the, the the person that you know more than the person that you don't know. I mean, I know we had a whole season of Kittle, 
Again, but it was with a backup quarterback. And we've now seen we're getting more Garoppolo. Ertz. We've seen more Ertz, more consistency, maybe. <laughs> maybe. No, well, no, but that, but this is what you know. You, you got to think that's more consistency, consistency with the quarterback. I know Wentz has been in and out, but I think that's uh, what you have to go with. I think that's that brings him. Ju- you know, it's one of those coin flip kind of things, and yeah, you you, you have to analyze what you think is going to bring one guy better than the other and that's yeah. what i think it is i kind of agree i, I just i lean towards kittle just because i like what i see out of kittle and Ertz has been in my opinion a little inconsistent what do you guys yeah. think yeah i think for me it's the injury problem philadelphia has between Ertz and wentz mm. it's a lot of z's it's a lot of resting um they both have injury history you know wentz like has a cracked spine so for me it's just that's the main part of it for me Here, and i like george thing. kittle i'm here's the thing with kittle. philly yeah wentz Threw to the tight end a lot. Mm-hmm. When he was hurt and Foles came in, Foles threw the deep bomb to the receiver. So if Wentz is there all season long and he stays healthy, Ertz numbers, his attempts will be high. Nice. I, I like that. I like that take. So uh, Sean's going to open the second beer. What do you got? We have Gosh. Synopsis Prickly Pear, a sour ale brewed with prickly pear. Is that from area two? Our friends at Two that Roads? That is Area 2. Hashtag sponsor us. And don't try to look at the can upside down while it's open. Yeah. <laughs> wow. That. Is that pinkish? Wow. Oh, that looks like, that looks like That's, Kool-Aid. Th- yes. That is like raspberry ginger ale color. Yeah. Or 7 Oh, my God. Do you have to drink that with your pinkies out? This is uh, redder than Road Jam. It, yes. No, redder this is. Road Jam. And, and it's clearer than Road Jam, too. All right. Well, while they're finished pouring, that's the end of our first tier. <laughs> There is a cliff that you drive off of in our rankings. Um, I think with tight end, it's probably the biggest cliff. It really is. Those three. And then the next one on our list is Jared Cook. And I'm not big on Jared Cook. Um, The experts were uh, Cinch and Craig had him in the top four. It looks like maybe top five. I'm not big on him. I could deal with him. I'm okay with that. You got to look at where he just signed. He's, He's with the Saints now. That makes all the difference. That's what made the, the difference Saints, for me. But you know, the Saints really haven't utilized the tight end so not strongly the last Jimmy couple of years. Yeah, that, that's a good point. But that's a team that's going to score a lot of touchdowns. We talked about that. Even yep. by accident, he's going to get more there than he would on a team like the Bengals. Sorry, we, Craig. We talked about that's this true. off the air. When it comes down to it, you take a team with a high offense player over a team or a high offense team over a team that's not high offense that can be really talented. The bottom line is all three, all these teams that we talked about are, are powerful offenses. The Chiefs, the Eagles are a decent offense. Uh, San Francisco likes to throw the ball like crazy, and now you've got New Orleans. All right, so I see a lot of face-making. Cinch looks angry. I don't know. Cinch, are you a fan of sour beers? <laughs> I don't mind. I Because Britt hates them. I can I, either yeah. yes or no, but this one doesn't smell good, and upon tasting it, kind of doesn't taste good. <laughs> To me, it just tastes like a regular sour, fruity beer. There's no, nothing distinctive I, about it. I cannot tell you if you gave this to me that. Oh yeah, that's prickly pear. Yeah, yeah no, no, no. It's. I mean, I could, I could say that it's cherry. I could say that it's. Yeah, definitely something it does, else. It's no distinct. It's no distinctive taste to it. The Fair aftertaste enough. is like wet dog. Not that oh, I tasted wow, wet wow. dog. So much for that sponsorship. Sorry. It's got that taste. <laughs> it's got that smell. Wow. I'm going to finish mine because, I mean, you know, I'm not a monster. Area 2 tastes like wet dog and Sean likes fudgy. Moving on. All right, so we had Jared Cook at number four. Yes. 
Uh, we have Hunter Henry at number five coming back from injury. I kind of like Henry a lot this year. So does Sean and Cinch. Craig rated him down a bit, though. Craig, what, why down on Hunter Henry? Um, Really from last year, I was just never a fan of his. I had him on a couple of my fantasy teams. High-powered offense, I just, just running out yeah. of time. Philip yeah, Rivers just, ain't getting any younger. Yeah. It just wasn't wasn't happening for me. I was expecting like Antonio Gates level stuff, but it just wasn't. Okay, thoughts? I mean, I think uh, they can definitely utilize him the best. I mean, part of the reason I did it is because um, he is on an offense that is pr- pretty good. Yeah. Uh, he uh, Rivers has a history of obviously throwing to the tight end, mm-hmm. and they're um, they're. The, the ranking of, of uh, defenses against tight end is down towards the bottom, especially for the first half of the season. So I think that he can get off to a great start. Okay. Well, H- Henry missed essentially all of last year with yeah. the torn ACL. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. you can't judge the – I don't even know if he played in week 18, uh, 17. The playoff game against the Patriots, I don't think he played. I don't think he – He was questionable for both. I don't yeah, think he appeared I, in either. I don't – what I remember is two years ago, two seasons ago, he had the speed to get downfield and beat the tight end, uh, the linebacker covering him. And he's big enough that he could block out any kind of safety covering him. And then he's got the same ability that Kelsey has, that Kittle has, that Ertz has. Mm. He's just got to do it and stay healthy. Agree. All right. Uh, next, uh, at number six, we have a tie between Eric Ebron and Evan Engram. Um I don't really know what to say about either of these guys. If you need them, they're there. Since you're pretty big on Ebron, uh, Engram, we were kind of just kind of across the middle there. Really quick, Ev- Engram or Ebron and why? Really quick. I would say um, Engram, just because younger and um, he's going to be fed the ball more, especially with the injuries um, to the wide receivers. There's no one else there. I disagree because he's not going to be fed the ball more because the Giants won't get any first downs. The Colts have a high-powered offense. They're going to go far. They're going to win a lot of games. Luck has always liked throwing to the tight end. That's hmm. why I like... Craig. Compared to the two of them? Yeah, pick one. Tell me why. Uh, same as Cinch. He's just in a He's in a better spot offensively. Wrong. The correct answer is you take Evan Ingram because Jack Doyle is still there, and Jack Doyle is a thief of catches. While he may be a fine special <laughs> detective uh, private eye. He's a private <laughs> investigator. He is no receiver for the Colts. The, the, the pro- and that's the problem. It's not that Ebron's bad or Doyle is better. It's that Doyle three times a year is going to show up and catch those 10 passes for 115 yards, and Ebron's going to have a one for 15 day. That's the issue. It's not even that he's better. It's just he's still. If Jack Doyle gets traded tomorrow, I will absolutely bump Ebron ahead of Ingram. Yep. All right, rounding out our top 10. We've got uh, David and Joku at uh, number technically eight because there's a tie for six. We I was big on him last year. We're not going to talk about him much very much. Uh, OJ Howard at nine, and that's the end of the second tier. So that second tier, you got Hunter Henry, you got Eric Ebron, Evan Ingram, David and Joku, and OJ Howard. Who do you really like there, personally? I'm still on the Njoku train. I dropped him last year, and he got really good. So the problem is playing for me is a problem. Where does he play? He is in Cleveland. Craig, what do you think of Njoku? <laughs> He's a good tight end. All right, moving on. Sean. And- <laughs> I like Nj- uh, Njoku as well. 
there's a lot of mouths to feed there, though. Lots of mouths to feed. Which is what Craig's been saying forever. Um, but uh, I think Howard is going to be better. I think he's going to be higher than, I mean, just because more opportunities. Uh, but James Winston and I, stinks. I, and but and it's so yeah, if he stinks though, what's the safety? They no longer net? have Fitz Magic. What's the safety? Oh, Jesus. But see, the problem we hit is Craig's two trigger points. I didn't <laughs> even Magic I didn't had... even rank OJ Howard because that's a team that. He, they never get first downs. The offense is terrible, right, and did. they have a terrible quarterback. He if you don't have a good quarterback, I mean, you rank him. Why not the uh, the other tight end there that I'm blanking because I didn't write his name down? Cameron Brait. There you go. Why yeah. not Brait? Brait's pretty good. Well, yeah. actually, one of us did rank Brait. Might, they might have both them out there at the same well, it time. It was me. <laughs> <laughs> it was you. I'm like somebody ranked Brait. Um, it's me. Evans. I'm just Brayton, saying. I'm Howard. just saying. Who do you think has a better chance of giving you points? A guy catching balls from Luck every week or a guy catching balls from Jameis Winston? So that's our top nine, and that's the end of our second tier. And now we get to the rest. And we're just going to kind of fly through this list at this point because we want to get onto the kickers and defense. I can't believe I just said that, but it's true. Um, number 10, Austin Hooper. I was big on Austin Hooper, the end. Um, <laughs> was being the operative word there. TJ Hawkinson, the rookie, is uh, at our number 11 Oof. spot. I like him a great deal, too. Uh, Craig and Cinch are big on him, so I'm going to let them talk in a second. 12, Vance McDonald. 13, the shambling corpse of Delaney Walker. Uh, number 14, Noah Fant. And number 15, Jordan Reed. So, Hooper, Hawkinson, McDonald, Walker, Fant, Reed. Oh, wait, is that too many people? Why do I have 15? I can't I count. You're the one oh, Hooper, the Hooper's 10. Okay, so that's six. That's 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 six <laughs> names. Yeah, Hooper, Hawkinson, McDonald, Walker, Fant, Reed. Who do you like and why? And keep in mind, I'm, my follow-up question is going to be: There's two rookies on that list. Which one do you like and why? Okay, I'll take it. Go for it. If you've got to pick one of those, one of very, those six, very mediocre guys. Yes, this is I'll the middle. Go with either one of the rookies, Hawkinson or Fant, for breakout potential. Both of them could be. Big tight ends. Absolutely in dynasty. I agree with you. Austin Hooper will never be a big tight end. Vance no, McDonald, nope, nope. Delaney Walker has no quarterback, even though he's got two. He's got no quarterback. Jordan Reed is hurt. Just listen. Jordan Reed us. is one of the few tight ends that I have less faith in staying healthy than Rob Gronkowski. And I know Gronk is retired, and I still think Jordan Reed <laughs> will play fewer games than Rob Gronkowski this year. Sean, you have something. You have a so, thought. So if I'm driving, uh, drafting someone that's, you know, going to be my like good starter, you know, every week, give me a solid thing. Yeah, I'm going to do, I'll do, I'll, I'll, I'll take a chance on Herndon or, um, or wait, Fant. Hawkinson or. Well, we Fant. haven't gotten to Herndon yet. Yeah, Herndon sorry, is suspended. Um, it's Hawkinson and Do Fant. we have him on any teams? But, Half our teams are suspended, um, so. <laughs> if I, if I am picking lower, I'm not going to take a chance on those guys. I want two two lower ones that I'm gonna like. I can see who's gonna you know be my starter. You know, if you're gonna take a chance on it, I would do it if I picked up one of those guys that are a little bit more established. I got a Hunter Henry, an Ingram, or Cook. You know, then I would choose somebody like that if it's my backup. But okay, see, but see, here's the thing: maybe you're drafting and you have the the thought process that Craig or I have, where it's you know what, I'll get a tight end. I'm not worried about it. Then you're picking up one of these guys in round 17, maybe 15, something like that. And you're still able to get a Hawkinson or a Fant. Which is where I'm going now. Really quick, no explanations. Hawkinson or Fant? Craig. Hawkinson. Cinch. Hawkinson just because I liked him so much. Hawkinson. 
I have Hawkinson rated higher. So. I do too. So it's Hawkinson across the board if you're talking about just the rookies. All right. So uh, the best of the rest, or just the rest, I guess. Chris Herndon, who's going to miss times, he's suspended. What did he get himself suspended for? Did he punch uh, somebody? What did he do? No, P- no drugs. P- he's on drugs. <laughs> I don't think he, he's trying to get anyone pregnant. He scored though. the fer- he scored the fertility drugs. He scored the fertility drugs that that uh, Golden Tate used. Uh, Kyle Rudolph again, if he stays healthy. Trey Burton. The problem with Trey Didn't Burton he is retire? Trey Burton. Yeah, he might have. No. Um, you Shouldn't know what? I don't. Retire? I don't think no. we would have noticed if he had. Um, Trey Burton. The problem is the quarterback has to throw him the ball. Jack Doyle. The problem is he's on the Colts. Uh, Jimmy Graham. The problem is he's Jimmy Graham. Cameron used to be great. Cameron Brait made the list. How did Cameron Brait made the list? Because uh, you voted for him, and, and so did you. Actually, now that I look at it, um, but that's uh, we'll just move on from that. We have Greg Olson behind that. Again, now we're getting to the folks. You know, this is starting to be the Social Security wing of the tight end thing. Greg Olson's up there a couple years. I just had the word Thomas there. Who the hell's Thomas? I, somebody I, oh, I disliked. You know, I disliked no. so much I didn't bother to he put in his Thomas. full name. He's a tight end on the Panthers. Okay, thank you, Jeez. Mark Andrews, and then Mike Jacecki. Really quick, Sean, 10 seconds. Why in the holy hell did you rank Mark Jacecki? Or Mike Jacecki? Five seconds. Five seconds, go. <laughs> Potential? <laughs> I mean, he's he's my like... Time! <laughs> that's it. You got five seconds. All right, that's it for tight ends. Let's go to defense really quick because we can shave a ton of time on kickers. Defense, I'm going to make this really simple. There is no easy way to do defense. You're going to no. pick it... You, you're going to stream defenses in a lot of leagues. I do it every year. I pick up one. I try to shoot for somebody who's got week nine or ten off so I can use them the first eight weeks, and then I stream. That being said, there is one team that we consistently all ranked high, and that is the Chicago Bears. So, Sean, you are the Chicago Bears expert. Five seconds. Why should we draft the Bears? Uh, I probably won't draft the Bears. <laughs> well, okay, so you there's know. a show, folks. Time! <laughs> Craig, what do you no, go think? On, why go on. do you draft them? No, go on, why? Because... What happens every year? I mean, Jacksonville was the highest rate, you know, rated. Uh, and that's why you stream. And, it's a good and you point. you know what? Everyone drafts them too high. So guess what? I'm not going to end up drafting them because they're going to be drafted So too much high. like Sins talked about with the tight ends. Just sit back. If you're sitting there with the last pick and they're still sitting there. Defense. And, and last round. You, the only time you ever draft two defense or kickers. It's when you have two extra picks at the end of the well, draft. Best ball, I think, is the only well, time you, you, you have to. Yeah, you have to yeah. there. You have, well, in best ball, most best ball formats don't even include defense. Like well, draft doesn't. If they do, then that's the only no time kicker you either. two kickers or two defenses. They just do. They just do the, the skill positions. Uh, other thoughts on Chicago before we move on? Great. I think they're going to be great, but I, too 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 high to pick. They're going to be too high uh, drafted to, to to consider them. The next tier is Baltimore, Minnesota, and Jacksonville in that order, all pretty closely ranked. I don't really care about any of them, to be honest with you. Um, I think Minnesota's defense is going to be relatively point restrictive. So if you're in a league that you, you know, points allowed counts against you, I think Minnesota's not a bad choice. Do any of these guys jump out at you to the point where you have some well, thoughts? Here's my rule of thumb on defense. Yeah. Your best defense is the defense that's not on the field a long time. Mm-hmm. So that means you want a good offense, an offense that's going to run the clock a lot. Baltimore, if things work out well. Minnesota, if things work out well. That's that kind of team. Not Jacksonville. Not no. Jacksonville because Fournette is still there. The other thought I have on defense, you just want to pick up the defense going against the Browns. Can't do that anymore. Those yeah. those days are done. You yeah. can't do that now. Now so, you've got to pick up a different team. Miami. A different lousy team in the defense going against them every week. Well, there it is. Off the top of your head, pick one team. If I can, I'll stream this against this team most weeks. I'm going to go against the Giants. I'm going to play whoever is going up against the Giants because Eli is going to throw more picks than touchdowns this year, and that's how I feel about it. Craig, 
Who are you, who are you streaming um, against? Buffalo. I still think they're mm. in the middle of a rebuilding, and they still don't have like a, have an identity, have a pl- you know plan or identity yet in their offense. Okay, Cinch, who do you want to stream against? It's too early to say. You don't want to go Cincy? I mean, Cincy? Well, Cincy? It's, it's, sitting, mean, there. When, it's no. sitting there for Truth, you. Truthfully, when, when the season starts, you might not know. But by week four, you probably do know who to stream against. I mean, I would say right now, maybe Miami. I know all, I'm trying all to... three of them are good. All three of those are good guesses. Yeah. But it's everything Sean said is correct. You don't want to you don't want to bank on that now because a team like Cincinnati, with their first game of the season, doesn't know how bad they suck yet. They right. go out and they score 30 <laughs> points. So, and then by week two, they realize, oh, wait, what are we doing? So I, I might take a team. I mean, because, you know, if you're in a 10-team league, you know, if you get the team that's, you know, you think that's going to be really good, that, that can, you know, get up there. Yeah. You know, like maybe the Saints at number eight, I have them. Uh, you know, I might get them thinking that they could, you know, vault up to the number three spot. Hey, that's a good freaking value right there. So, you know, after that, if you keep them, fine. If you don't, then you start streaming. So, two-second story because I know we're running short on time. But um, last year time. on opening weekend, Sean and I were in Arugas. What's the name of that sports bar we went to to watch opening Sunday? He doesn't remember. I think it was Arugas. It was Arugas. And I remember thinking to myself, I'm going to stream against the team I know can't score a goddamn point. And I think I drafted the Ravens because they opened the season at home against Buffalo. And I might be a little bit off on this, but the final score was something like 45 to three. And I saw the Ravens gave up three points. They were like plus 10 on defense. And I'm like, this was genius. And then they stunk the rest of the time. The only team they could dominate was Buffalo. So will you draft Kansas City's defense at all this year? No. No, I think not a they'll chance. Be there for you to pick up. Not, yeah, they'll be there for me to pick up, and, and they'll still be there after I've looked and picked somebody else up. Horrible. They See, might be they, middle of the pack. They're, by but they're made six, of Swiss they might cheese. Be good. Yeah, but they got a new coach. They got a, like an entirely new defensive starters. The whole team they swapped out about eight of the defensive starters. We're a year removed from our best cornerback throwing his socks into the stands. <laughs> And what did we do? We traded the guy, and then he went to the Super Bowl with the Rams. My team wow. cannot keep their socks on. I cannot pick them up in a dynasty or a redraft or anything. I can't use them in DFS. Oh, man, that was a funny Real day. quick, real quick, yeah, since you mentioned the Rams. I'm off the Last rails. year, the Rams had all of these, we're going to sign them for a year, defensive players. Yeah, they were great How on good are the Rams' defense this year? Last year, they were great. This year, are they good? Yeah, are they okay? We have them at number seven on the list that we're, we're running through. Is, is it a product of who they play? Or are oh, they good? They do play in a weak division. I think a little of column A and a little of column B for me. It's a little yeah. bit of both. They're an yeah. average defense playing probably, well, this year they'll play a harder schedule. But even last year, they played New Orleans and they had to deal with them. All right, really quick, I just want to run through the top ten, and then we're going to move on to kickers so we can move on to other things. So we had Chicago at one, Baltimore at two, Minnesota at three, and Jacksonville at four. Number five, we have the Chargers, and God knows why. Six, we have the Saints. Again, God knows why. I think sneaky good. Seven is the Chargers. Rams. Eight is Houston, but I'm rethinking that ranking because what's-his-name is holding out there. I forget the dude's name. Why am I drawing a blank? Who's that guy? Number nine, we've got Buffalo, and number ten, we've got the Patriots. You know, the, if you're not streaming, you're going to pick up one defense and start them every week but their off week. Who in that top ten do you like? Because honestly... For me, it's either Minnesota or the Pats. Consistent, 
not going to give up a ton of points in most situations. Ball control offenses, I like both. I like both those defenses. If I'm just looking for somebody who's not going to cost me a ton of points, I like New England or Minnesota. Craig, you know, I'd have to go um, Chicago or the Rams. Okay, Sean. Uh, if I'm not picking the Bears because they're they're going to be too high, I'm thinking Chargers or the Ravens. Okay, Cinch. I like what you said. The Vikings, the Patriots. I like the Chargers. One of those three. Was the Patriots defense really that good last year? But they're level. They have they have the best secondary players, and they're so not on the means, field a ton. And that means the the front seven don't have to be great. If you're single covering in the secondary, you could blitz more. That's it. I think if you looked at they whoever, only gave up three points in the Super Bowl. Yeah, I mean, again, and this is the thing. This is look at stuff like first downs allowed. I guarantee you, right now, without looking at it, the Patriots are n- at least in the top ten, probably in the top five in total and fewest number of first downs allowed last year. They're in, they're up. There. They don't offenses don't stay on the field against them except for Kansas City's. Well, that's not even true too because Kansas City scores every two plays, so they can score five touchdowns in ten plays, and still the 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 defense looks effect, effective. Don't misunderstand what I'm saying. I'm right. not saying the Patriots have a great defense. No, I'm saying that for 17 weeks, I don't think they're going to give up 48 to any play. Right. It's it's the safe play is what I'm saying. I'm looking for the safe play there. It's a, it's an easy five points a week. And you've got Buffalo and the Jets and the Dolphins on your schedule twice each. Okay, really quick. We're going to wrap up because we're going to go on to uh, we're going to go on to kickers, which uh, thankfully Sean did not submit a list for the consensus rankings. So there are no consensus rankings for Sean for kicker. Um, everyone in the room loved Greg Zerline except for Cinch. Cinch was a Justin Tucker person. It was not in the picture you sent me. Right there. Was not in the picture. I'm telling you, this is why you should send me email files and not pictures from your cell phones. Okay, so we've got just top five really quick. We've got Zerline, Tucker, Butker, Goskowski, and Will Lutz. Give me one and why. Let's you know what? Take the top two out because those are the guys. Zerline and Tucker are our one two. Butker, Goskowski, or Lutz. Got to go with one. You know what? I I don't even want to look at it that way. Kickers, all you got to do with kickers, who scores a lot? Who scores a lot? Yeah, look at those teams. Exactly. Pick, look at those teams. The, the Rams? Gonna you, score the well, most. here's the thing. Do you pick the team that scores a lot and they're just going to get PATs, or do you want someone who's sort of good and they're going to get more field goals? I would rather go with the team that's going to score a lot because I know that they're going to be there scoring something. If you pick a bad team and say, well, I'll get them for their field goals, Maybe they have a bad week and your guy misses one field goal and hits one and yeah. now you're at zero. And four of those five teams – are the Rams, the Chiefs, the Saints, the Saints and the Patriots. Five I'm teams with, uh, that score freak loads of points. I'm going to go with Will Lutz because he's on the Saints and he kicks indoors most I'm of the time. I'm going to go with Will Lutz just because I remember a character named um, Lutz from the old show The State, and I love the name. Fair enough. <laughs> Cinch or Sean? Sean? Cinch gave us his thoughts. Sean, really quick. Uh, Lutz. Lutz, done. Final thoughts. Who wants to lead off? Doesn't have to be about any of this stuff, but... Give me a final thought. Somebody, anybody. Final thought on a kicker. You could pick up kicker number eight, kicker number nine, and you could pick him up in free agency. Or you could Mm -hmm. pick him up with your last pick. Pay no attention to kickers. Which is why we spend so much time on them. That's that's honestly (laughs) good. Sean, your final thought. Uh, Again, don't go too high on on defenses. Don't, don't, uh, you know, don't go like, 10th round, 9th round, 7th round, which I've seen. And, uh, again, top three in those tight ends. If you don't get them, wait. Craig. 
really quick, so the team with the fewest first downs allowed uh, is Chicago, Baltimore, Jacksonville, and Buffalo. Chicago, what? That's four. Tennessee. Five. Top okay, five. so they're outside the top five. last year. Got to project this year. <laughs> Give us this year's total. <laughs> okay, so Craig's final thought, final thought is that I am wrong. Uh, my final thought will just be to remind you, we are, we'll be back next week. When does this release? I'm trying. I'm drawing a complete blank on our release schedule. Oh, I got to look it up. Uh, Thursday, week. Saturday. So we'll be back next Wednesday. Or no, we'll be recording next Wednesday. We'll be back next Thursday when the time you hear this. And we'll be doing our draft strategy spectacular. We'll be spending a couple of weeks on that. And then believe it or not, kids, we're only about four weeks from the season at that point. We're going to have Scary. the kickoff. That's right. I don't know where we're watching Thursday night kickoff this year. We, oh, it's got to be it's got to be Sean's house, right? It's a Bears game. Mm-hmm. Are we going to go game? there and, and mock them? It's Bears Packers because Bears it's the hundredth season. season. Oh, that's right. They're, they're, they they push the Pats to Sunday night. So, the final thought on my end, really quick. I found out today that there's an individual I work with who I don't know that this individual is not identified to me, but is a Cowboys fan and has taken sick days. Every Monday after a Sunday night game where the Cowboys play and every Tuesday (laughs) after a Monday night football and the bosses are on to him. So I don't know who you are, but if you work with me and you know who I am, you need to show up for work after the Cowboys play because they're on to you and they're going to fire you. Or just come in late and work late. That's a lie. They're not, they're on to you, but then I can't say they're going to fire you. But it was hysterical (laughs) today when I was sitting in a meeting with some managers. The managers are like, yep, every single time there's a primetime game with the Cowboys, he's off the next day. Make it obvious. Yeah. I, I, I don't even know the individuals. Yeah, seriously. You can't do it every time, folks. Once in a while, you got to get up and drag yourself in. Got to do it. I like to show up after my team plays primetime so I could, you know, smile at everybody. But I can see if you're a Cowboy fan, there's not that much smiling. Yeah, and that's you right. Show and they play right. five it's... primetime games this year. The bosses wow. are watching. They've got them marked on the calendar. <laughs> if he calls out on any of those days. Anyway. We'll be back next week for our draft extravaganza. I want to thank Cinch and Sean for joining us for the ranking specials. Um, follow us on Twitter at FignutsDFS. We just hit a milestone on followers. We're a very small podcast, but growing, and we appreciate everyone who tunes in. Uh, send us questions at the Twitter. Send us questions via email, FignutsDFS at gmail.com. Reach out to us on Facebook. Throw eggs at our studio. We don't care. We just love to interact with fans. Uh, until then, I am Britt. I'm Craig. I'm Cinch. And I'm Sean. And this is the Football Fig Nuts Podcast. <laughs>